Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, out of the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's take a look at some of the highlights from Volume 25, Issue 28, dated July 11th. From our news desk, meth, Oregon's greatest drug threat. A recent report shows deaths from meth are up over 400% across the state. By Chris Miller. Deaths related to the use of methamphetamine have skyrocketed in Oregon, from about 50 in 2008 to 412 in 2017, according to a recent drug threat assessment report. Information from the Oregon-Idaho High-Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Report, released in June, stated that meth availability and trafficking remains the area's greatest drug threat, followed by heroin, fentanyl, and synthetic opioids, controlled prescription drugs, illegal marijuana, and cocaine. The report stated the increase is due to many factors including a drop in the price for meth, mental health issues, socioeconomic disparities, and a more potent version of meth. In 2018, cops arrested people for drugs 12,972 times, according to the report. While the report shows the number is increasing across the state, meth arrests actually went down in Deschutes County, according to Sergeant William Bailey, Deschutes County Sheriff's Office Public Information Officer. Bailey said the county had 256 arrests in 2017 for meth-related incidents, including furnishing, supplying, buying, and receiving the drug, and in 2018 had 225 arrests. Although arrests for meth went down, the death toll has risen across the county. From 2006 to 2008, information from the Oregon Health Authority shows there were no deaths in Deschutes County related to meth. From 2009 to 11, there were two. 2012 to 2014, there were five. And from 2015 to 2017, 12 people died from meth-related causes. Multnomah County had 124 deaths during that most recent span the most in the state, according to OHA. From our Art Watch column, Bend Art Center and Atelier 6000 to leave Box Factory. In the meantime, two exhibitions from the unique lens of Andres Fourier by T. Fly Peterson. The Bend Art Center and Atelier 6000 will be leaving this space in the Box Factory August 18th. For now, Bend Art Center won't reopen, but will work as a decentered function as a decentered art center according to a letter sent July 5th. In the letter, the board of Bend Art Center explained the decision to close is based on the difficulty in keeping up the lease. Their goal is to continue to hold exhibitions, as well as workshops, in a pop-up manner, partnering with other organizations while securing funding for a new home. Joining the board to help with this endeavor are seasoned arts administrator Elizabeth Quinn and artist and curator Andres Fourie. Meanwhile, Atelier 6000 members are moving to Sisters and opening a studio under a new name. While the Bend Art Center is still open, you can see Andres Fourie's exhibition, Nature, Place and Belonging, on display through the end of the month. The vibrant and colorful work showcase the natural world using pattern and iconography. Fourie is interested in exploring the similarities and differences between his homeland of South Africa and his new home in Central Oregon to help him gain understanding of his past and present. Fourie is also interested in how we are shaped by the landscapes. And finally, from our culture section, 
death, and drinking. The Killer's Cocktails podcast marries true crime with adult libations and makes you laugh while doing it by Nicole Vulcan. If you visit the Killer Cocktails website about now, one of the first photos you'll find will be of hosts Chandrea Drea Garlia and Jackie DeGear, each of their hands duct-taped around 40-ounce bottles of beer. DeGear's mouth is in a straight frown of resignation, while Garlia chugs down one of her Bush classics. If you went to college during a certain period of time, you might recognize this as the Edward Forty hands game, whose object is to simply finish 80 ounces of beer, or malt liquor, God help us, without hitting the bathroom. While this isn't an exact representation of what the hosts of the Killer Cocktails podcast do each week, it might give you a sense of how much fun these two have in doing what they do. Launched last fall by the two Bend women, the Killer Cocktails podcast involves the hosts mixing up new cocktails each week, along with each of them introducing a true crime story to go along with their drinks. For example, they paired the Honeybee cocktail with a story about Vanessa Honey Malone, murdered when she was just 18. They also paired the Moscow Mule with a story of Ukrainian killer Andrei Chikadilo, also known as the Butcher of Rostov. The Edward Forty Hands game, in case you were wondering, went along with a podcast that featured Edward Wayne Edwards, a former FBI's most wanted killer. That episode also marked the pair's 40th episode, a big milestone for a couple of co-workers who started their podcast after joking around about it extensively at the office. We both have a love for true crime things that are ghastly and gross, and you don't really talk about with other people, normally, DeGear said. We both realized that we were both listening to true crime podcasts because we would talk about them, and everyone else around us didn't want to hear about it. Jackie and I started just bantering in the office, and people around us were like, could you stop it? These details are too much, Garliup explained. With true crime podcasts such as Serial and My Favorite Murder being household names, the two knew they had to do something a little different. Hence, the introduction of one of their favorite things, drinking. There's a million true crime podcasts, and another interest that we both had was cocktails, and learning different cocktails, DeGear said. This is a beer town. All your favorite beers and different types of beers, but there's all sorts of old cocktails that you don't hear about anymore. So that's been really fun. Learning recipes and discovering our favorite drinks we didn't know we liked. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more information on these and other stories, pick up the latest copy of the Source Weekly for free wherever you find yourself in Central Oregon, and also visit bensource.com. I'm Sam Scholl.